Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live from New York. It's your favorite show's favorite show. You've used that one before. Now it just sounds like we're. Well, now we're not the favorite show because you were. <laughs> I liked it though, Ross. I, I, I liked it. Thank you, bro. Repetitive, but effective. it's not repetitive. It's called a franchise. <laughs> Today, whatever. After a bounce back game, is there an MVP award? Oh, stop it. In the near future, for Wembenyama. Stop it. It's not us. It's Kenny Smith. Stop Meanwhile, it. oh wow, when are the Pulitzers? We report breaking news about LeBron's retirement. <laughs> And finally, is he gonna play? More bulletin board material for the Chiefs, I guess. Joe Burrow literally said nothing, but Nick's like, put this in the show, and Dusty's been working <laughs> on a billboard for two hours at this point. <laughs> Alongside Chris Bassard, I'm Kevin Wilde. <sighs> Nick, are you excited about the return of the bulletin board? Oh well, it's not the return. We have a new mobile expanded bulletin board. It's the same thing. We put it on wheels. Um, you're wrong. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking okay. about. You should have come to the pre-show um, meetings instead of being at the tanning salon. <laughs> <laughs> you gave away a seat. <laughs> Look, they charge you either way whether you show up or not. We start with grand opening, grand closing. Wemby made his debut and played kind of rough. Uh, he played 27 minutes, went two for 13. So I know what you're thinking, bro. I've got to abandon my guy. Maybe I'll oh, become a me? check guy with no. Wilds. But wrong. Fast forward to game two, and he played great. In 27 minutes this time, he had 27 points, 12 rebounds, and three blocks. Here's the full tail of the tape. Game one, pretty, pretty bad. And game two, pretty good. So, bro, what was your official reaction to this pair of games? Guys? I thought it was a perfect weekend for Wimbledon. Well, it was because really. he, so better than he, if he played well twice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because cool. he needed to face some adversity. Okay, well. Everybody's been throwing flowers at him. Right. All right. Yeah. Oh, the best prospect ever. Yeah. We've never seen anything like this. Gonna be the goat. All of that. That's you. You. No. That. No. I. I'm just going off what everybody else, the, the executives in the league, the anonymous sorts are saying. Oh. All right, I'm just saying what they said. Uh-huh. All people saying this, and he's a mature kid. It looks like he's really mature, 19 yeah. years old, but mature. But he's human. And if you're hearing all of this, if you just dominated a bunch of grown men in France, you come in thinking you're all that. And he learned quickly how strong he's got to get, how much weight he's got to put on, and that how hard he's going to have to work to be effective in American basketball. And then he adjusted even a little bit in a few days. 
And in game two, obviously played much better. Yeah. So I thought it was a good overall week. And I am glad that he struggled initially and, of course, came back. Now, I'd be a little – it's summer league, but still, be a little more disappointed if he struggled again in game two. Mm-hmm. But he came back and played well. I saw nothing, and we can get into some of the more specifics, but, Nick, I saw nothing – what I came away thinking is once this kid puts some weight on, mm. just a little. He's not going to get huge. He's going. But just a little bit. Get stronger. Just growing into his body, which obviously that's yeah. a big body to grow into. But okay. getting his natural strength, once he does that, I see nothing okay. to tell me he's not going to be a superstar. Okay, so I, let's get to the weight in a moment. This is ex- almost exactly what I expected he would look like immediately impactful and knowing exactly what he wants to do defensively and a total wild card offensively. He is not going to have a lot of those. I mean, he was, it wasn't just the shooting numbers. He was loose with the ball. He was getting pushed around. He looked out of sorts in game one, Mm -hmm. which also I think was the fact that he hadn't played basketball in six weeks. It's probably the longest, you know, the rustiest he's going to be. Uh, and then he's also not going to typically be as good as he was the next game because he is not yet a good, let alone a great shooter. He could be because the form is there, and right. Brew has pointed this out, and I think this does matter. The free throw percentage being so good makes you believe eventually he will be. But everyone compares him to Durant. Durant was 40% from three in college. Durant, now his rookie year, he actually struggled from three. He was like 29%. But you watch Durant in Texas, you're like, that is a professional scorer that is always going to be able to score. And this is one of the – I left this weekend very confident that Scoot's going to be rookie of the year. I left this weekend very confident that folks who are – and we're going to talk about the MVP stuff Mm – that are expecting him to walk into the league and be awesome – are setting themselves up for disappointment. You, We have talked about the Shaq comp. Shaq was three years at LSU. Jordan was three years at Carolina. Kareem was four years at UCLA. Now, LeBron and Luka walked in pretty awesome offensively immediately. And even Kyrie. The, Remember, he was, what, 11 games at Duke? Sh- sure, but those and guys were. Kyrie was refined is the wrong word, but but, but an offensive, you know, it was his specialty. LeBron and Luka are such different players because it's about court vision and they already had the NBA body. They both came into the league thick and strong and big. And so you guys, Brew brought up the weight thing. You saw, I assume, we can show it, what his agent said. We're not focused at all on weights. I don't want to put weight on his body. We're going to fight to not put weight on his body. Weight on his body is a big mistake. We focus on strength, core. When did he say that? This was, I mean, it was in an article with Mark Spears that that posted this weekend. So I I think that's a mistake because here is the thing. Here's the thing that I think we would agree on. If he is going to be effective offensively, immediately it's going to be close to the basket not far from the basket Mm -hmm. and right now he's not strong enough for that so again I'm not out on Wimby I'm out on the overwhelming hype that I think has been put on him thus far let me play you uh sound after game one get your reaction about this bro take a listen honestly I I didn't really know what I was doing on the court tonight but it's uh 
it's, uh, you know, I'm trying to learn for the next games and the, the important is to be ready for, for the season. So he, he pretty much bombed game one. He was totally confident right. in the Offensively. Uh, post-game meeting or post-game press conference. At the same time, I know you were like, ah, he's going to struggle offensively. He just came over. There's not been practices. They don't have plays. Do, you don't think that he can be dominant offensively it, once Pop is there, they know what they're doing. He knows where to be on the court. I, I think he's going to score Forward. offensively because he didn't know his teammates. They had already been playing without him. And summer league typically is dominated by guards. And you could see, particularly in game two, I love the way he was flashing to the middle of the paint or even on the post. Like, he's not going to just stand there and post up, but he was flashing to mm-hmm. his spots. Had the guards been getting him the ball in a timely fashion, I think he would have been more effective and impressive in the post. And he's going to learn when he couldn't do anything in traffic. He didn't even rebound well no, in traffic I, other than that one I mean, where he tipped it to himself passive. and dunked it. Yeah. But he's because of his frame he and his lack of strength, he couldn't do anything in traffic. And he's going to learn he can catch it in the middle of the paint and turn around and shoot it without putting it on the floor. Mm-hmm. Don't put it on the floor and give him a chance to get the ball. He'll learn all of that, and he will be effective. Uh, <laughs> early. I think he'll be effective Sorry. in his first I, so year offensively. I, this is my concern for him offensively. I think for him to be a good, forget great, a good offensive player, one of two things is going to have to happen. He is going to have to either get much stronger or a much better jump shot. One of those two, I believe, maybe both, will eventually happen. Neither is going to happen in the next nine months. To be good offensively? So what do you envision him averaging offensively? I I initially said that I thought he was going to be an 18-8 and guy. I think depending on if the Spurs, you know, run a lot of stuff through him, I think he still could be around that. But I don't – so, again, I'm talking about the expectations of he is not just number one pick expectations, but transcendent talent expectations. What is being put on this guy Mm -hmm. is if a decade in, he has one league MVP and one championship, people will say he's a disappointment. But. What do you mean, nah? One, if he gets well, a the expectations. If are, he has, are high. If, if, if through ten years I mean, he has won one title and won one MVP, people will say, ah, little, little underwhelming, a little just. That's Kevin Durant's career. But, but I, but and that's being called that's the greatest down, prospect ever. But that's down the line. But I, if if he averages, I don't know if anybody's expecting him to come in right away and take over the league. I, I think people. I mean, he's the he's supposed but, to win Rookie of the Year. I don't think he. I, will. I think he's got a great I, chance to win Rookie of the Year because defense. He's going to be I, a great defender right away, and that's so, going to weigh into the no, award. No, I, and we are in total lockstep on that. I just and again, I just want to be clear here because it was a weird thing after the first game. After the first game, a lot of our colleagues on social media were like, "Oh, I guess he's a bust now." Everyone's already overreacting. And I was like, "I don't think anyone actually has that take. I don't think anyone watched the first game." Was like the guy stinks. Just random, but I yeah. do think it is fair to ask this question: If right now he can get pushed around, and he is not a great shooter, and they are not going to have him back to the basket, just trying to do oh, like yeah. a version of the Kareem skyhook, is the offense going to be far clunkier than people think? I think the answer to that is yes. I don't think I think you could be 
one of the best ball handlers in the league, and at 7'5", you're not going to have a right. great handle. Mm. And I think he wants to be out on the perimeter. I think all He'll of that learn. stuff he is – He'll learn. He won't – I don't think he'll be trying to show off his handle and things like – not with Popovich because you're right. Look, for a 7'5 guy – He's a tremendous ball handler. Right. For your average NBA player or perimeter guy, yep. he's he's a solid. He's right. not great. So here's Kenny Smith on his expectations for Wembenyama. I'm gonna go a little further. In year four, he'll be the MVP of the league. Whoa! Watch out now, nah, nah. I can't go that far. In four years, he will know the league. There will be no LeBron James. Right. There will be no Steph Curry. There will be no Kevin Durant at their heights. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I, I don't know what we're doing. And I. I love Kenny. I think that is insane. Why? Okay, so it would we he will be in year four. He will have just turned during that season twenty three. So in the last forty some years, mm-hmm. there's been one MVP that young. That was Derrick Rose. As far as the best players we've seen, Durant won his MVP in year seven. LeBron won his first in year six. Jordan is the only one of the last 40 years to win one in their first four years. And Jordan, as we've said, A is Michael Jordan and B had three years of college. I, this is what I'm talking about. This, if, if, if we have Kenny Smith, who is, I, I think, as smart as anyone on TV talking basketball. And I think his, his opinion carries massive weight. They, he actually is on your favorite show's favorite show, Inside That's the true. NBA. Uh, if he's saying this, he's priming the audience that if this guy is Kevin Durant through four years, he's disappointing. That's crazy but to Nick, me, But, people are just going off of what they're seeing. But and they're giving I, honest opinions. Jerry West... Probably the greatest judge of talent in basketball history. Mm-hmm. Certainly in the argument. He compared him after game one to Bill Russell. Jerry West mm-hmm. to Bill Russell. Now, that was before he saw him go for 27 and 12 in game two. So, I think he was overhyping the defense maybe, right? Like, he's going to make a defensive impact. Bill Russell obviously wasn't a great shooter and things like sure. that. So, I think he was looking at that. Mm-hmm. But then when you see the offense come in game two. Now, I'm not necessarily, Nick, predicting he's the MVP in season four. What I'm pushing back from your statement is that it's ludicrous to say this. Luka Doncic in his first four years was the favorite to win the MVP twice. Now, he finished in the top five twice in his first four years. LeBron finished in the top five twice in his first four years. So people thought Luka was going to win the MVP one of nope. those years in his first four years. He yeah. didn't, and, but he was thought he could. He was, he was, and now, so to think, like, I, I'm telling you, I, you could see the raw material there so, that once he learns the league, once and, he gets used to the NBA game, once he gets a little stronger, this guy is going and, to be dominant. And so this is, and this is where I will be clear that I guess I'm on the more skeptical side on the Wimbanyama, mm-hmm. you know, uh, bell curve. He is not as good. He might be as better long term than Luca. He is not as NBA ready as Luca was. No. He is not as NBA ready as LeBron was. So for those, you're right. Those guys were legit MVP candidates. At 
after their second year. I do not think he is going to be that. Now, if people want to argue he has more upside than Luka because he, does, he can clearly. be dominant on both sides of the ball, I'll listen to that, that argument. Mm-hmm. But we were talking about Luka up in, you know, after the Western Conference Finals run about him being one of the five greatest offensive well, you players. Were. In, not we. Hold on. I don't think we – now I don't mean me and you. I just mean the NBA No, but you community. and me talk, had the discussion about him being one of the five best offensive players ever. We, that, and we talked about how the defense could hurt him, all of that, because of what he had done through his first five years. I do not believe Victor Wenbanyama is going to be a, a good plus offensive player for the first two years of his oh, career. I, 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 look, I, I don't think, believe I that. think Wimbanyama will begin to play at an all-star level. Now, he may not make the all-star, but an all-star level either toward the second half of his rookie year That's right. or in his, first, in his second year at, at the latest. Kevin Garnett, mm-hmm. who was 215 pounds as a rookie and 6'11", so he was thin, he averaged 15.5 points, 8.5 rebounds, Almost two and a half blocks yes. or like 55% shooting over the last two months of his rookie year. Took him a little while. This kid, second half of his rookie year, he will begin to show all-star form and play right. at that level. If you want to see more of Wemby, well, you can't. You're going to have to wait. After two games, he's done for summer league. Here's Wembenyama after game two. Take a listen. In the past month, uh, I, don't, I think basketball wasn't even 50% of my schedule. That was... You know, I, I can't stand it. I know it's a, it's, it's a special moment in my life, but it's, I'm glad it's over. Honestly, it's, I, I just want to hoop. I know I got I to gotta talk with Pop. Uh, I'm going to listen to what he's going to say, but I'm ready to, I'm ready to make any sacrifice for the team and uh, give 100%. Uh, he is so impressive in these interviews. Yeah. It, it is shocking that he's 19. All right, Brew, are you okay with shutting Wembenyama down? I mean, I'm not going to kill it because obviously he, you know, you could get hurt and the Spurs know what they're doing. But I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Because, and I know he's been busy since the draft. It's been a rough month for him. And the French finals ended in June, kind of like our finals. So he's been playing a lot of ball. But this is, to me, just too cautious. All right. He clearly, and I think Nick will agree with this, needs to play. He needs to be playing Mm -hmm. the American brand of basketball so he can figure out how much stronger he needs to get. He was losing his balance on his dribble uh, several times. That's because of the speed of the game. You're getting, you're playing faster. Your handle has to, you have to do it against faster and quicker players, and you're moving as fast as you can when in France, maybe you can do it a little slower. So he's got to get used to that. All right. So, so. He, he's going to have plenty of time after Summer League. I'm not saying he had to play every game, but plenty of time after Summer League to rest and get in the weight room and get stronger and all that. Let the kid play. And I'm a so. firm believer that. You build up a resistance uh, that to the I impact and the strain agree. that you put on your body in a basketball yeah. game by playing more, not mm-hmm. by playing less. And the injuries we see now with all these dudes load managing are ridiculous. We're load managing summer league. Okay. It's just, it's so ridiculous. I agree with the long-term sentiment of everything Bruce said. I'm a big believer of don't wear your coat in November. That prepares you to, you know what I mean, not be that cold <laughs> in December. Yeah, I, uh, and it's, that's the sports version of it. 
Here is why I, despite all of that, totally agree with this decision. I, now, I want him. I don't want him to be load managed as a rookie once the regular season starts. Any of it. Uh, summer league guys too reckless. Oh, guys are literally playing for their NBA lives. They're going to be a little less coordinated. There's going to be more diving for loose balls, which you don't even want in no. the regular season games. And that is where guys get hurt particularly a guy who is 7'5", and anybody, you know what I mean? There's Anytime he falls, it's going to take some while to get used to him. He's been falling his whole life. We've only been watching him fall a little bit. Every time it's like, oh, my God. But that's on us. That, of course. Yeah, no, I understand. But it is still, I, the same reason that at training oh, camp, court, you're not even allowed to, when NFL teams have 90 guys out there for training camp. It's, you're never allowed to touch the quarterback. We've seen videos of guys getting yelled at for just coming close to the quarterback. Because guys who are desperate and trying to impress are going to play. I'm not talking about that, but are going to play a little out of control. Would you be okay if you wore a red jersey? Well, so that's, that's the thing. And so <laughs> in summer league, I'm fine with them shutting him down. But I, one of the reasons I believe Scoot's going to win rookie of the year is I, don't, I think they're, he's going to miss – 20 games his already rookie season. Because already of injury? Game. What? No, because they hold See, him I, out. The oh, one thing I, I, No, I'm talking, okay. I'm Scoot's saying. Already missed, no, missed I know, but the, I understand where you're coming from, and obviously with the Spurs yeah. you have to consider that. I also would think that they would plan, they wouldn't plan on, I don't know, they, they may not care about individual awards. But I don't think they'd plan on him not even being eligible He's be for eligible. rookie of the year. I, I think their goal is probably 65, 65 games. The exact 65 numbers. Sure. So probably probably Pop's that. not down with load managing. He, he was the impetus of, like, I want Kawhi out there playing. Well, yeah, but, he, he was, but he started load management. But the way he did it with Duncan and those guys was they would play 80 games or so, yeah. but it would be lesser minutes, so 30 I minutes like or 35, three minutes or something like All right, that. Zion wants to be more like LeBron. Who Next does? on FS1 and the Fox Sports Channel. It's a good goal. XM. Good goal, Zion. Baseball is in full swing, and so is flipping bats. This all-star game, join us in Seattle for the best views of the Midsummer Classic. The wall, it's gone. We'll be doing live pregame shows and live postgame shows for both the Home Run Derby and the All-Star Game. So join us for two amazing nights, July 10th and 11th. To celebrate the best players in the game, tune in and follow us on FoxSports.com, the Fox Sports app, YouTube, and anywhere you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Let's head up to Portland, actually down from Seattle. We were just in Seattle, so we're going down. Yeah, good geography lesson. That's a Dame update, and it's not a good one, especially for me. Mm I wasn't trying to come up with topics for the show. We all are, but, you know, I'm trying hardest. <laughs> Lasers GM Joe Cronin in no hurry to make a deal. Oh, no. I think the teams that have ended up the, in the most positive situation post-trade have been the ones that have been really diligent and taken their time and been not been impulsive or, you know, the teams that really 
kept their urgency under control. So I think that's how my approach is going has been with this and will be with this is we're going to be patient. We're going to do what's best for our team. Um, and we're going to see, you know, how this lands. And if it takes months, it takes months. Oh, okay. I can't, we can't do this. But don't worry. Well, it, it might take a while, but there is a 0% chance he starts the year on the Blazers. Mm-hmm. 0%. The, the offers are not going to get better. For, they they have to. Well, no, hold on. Gonna, wait, wait a moment. Let me be clear on what I'm saying. They might get better between now and mid-August, late August. Maybe a new team jumps in. But it is once the season is upon us, there is not all of a sudden going to be a team that was not in the Damian Lillard sweepstakes that jumps in. And more importantly, for the Blazers... They need two things that cannot happen without trading him. One is to turn the team over to Scoot and the young core. And two, and this is an underrated one, I think to have their actual training camp and preseason be with everyone that's going to be on the team. Yeah. If it is the Miami trade and you're getting Hakez and Jovic and what, what, whatever the trade is, they need those guys there. And Damian Lillard is not going – they're not going to say, okay, you're on the team, but you can't play. Jimmy and they're not, gonna, they're not going to do it would, that. That would be interesting. That, would, uh, would he would, stay away and that, or right. allow And I don't think that away? would happen. I just – right? this is, Brew, in my opinion, and I understand Joe – you know, Aaron Goodwin and Dame have an objective. Joe Cronin has an objective. It's totally fair by all sides. But this is a public negotiation with Miami until someone else jumps in. But thus far, no one else is jumping in. So the Blazers are unfortunately in a tough spot. But he's I, not starting the year. I right. agree with a lot of what you say. I wouldn't go 0%, though. I would go 2%. 10% or less, okay. something like that. Like, I, I think he does get traded to Miami before the season starts. But I think how long this takes depends. It really depends on how much the Blazers either want or do not want Tyler Hero. Okay, because if they don't mind getting Tyler Hero or if they'll like, we'll take him, he can come off the bench or whatever, then it's just finding a third team to make the draft picks better, right? Mm -hmm. They can get better, more draft picks with the Miami deal. If they are like, we do not want or need Tyler Hero on the team, then you're going to talk about a three or four team deal where they not only are getting better draft picks, but they're getting like a young player that they really want and that's what will take a little longer to get I think Cronin is he understands he's behind the the eight eight ball ball because of Aaron Goodwin and Dane putting it out there that they only want Miami so I think he's trying to get a little bit of leverage back and taking his time and saying look Miami's gonna have to sweeten this offer or we're not doing anything so I do think he gets traded before the season but I'll say 10 percent chance or less not zero. Who do you blame for the intractableness of this trade? I blame a little bit on the media oh. for just bleeping on the Miami offer like it's terrible. I it think is that, terrible. Okay, hold on. Wait a second. Let's just wait a second here and let's talk about it, okay? About, about what it is and what it isn't. Is Tyler Hero a useful player in this league? Yeah. Useful? useful. Yeah, okay. Sure. All right. More than useful, a, more than useful player in this league. Is Tyler Hero if he were to be traded at midseason, going to get you at least a legit first-round pick. Do we all agree when we see guys who have been traded for that? Okay, so Hakez 
is literally the number 18 pick of the draft. That's a first-round pick. Jovic was a first-round pick, and I think right now has more value than a late first-round pick because you already know he's, the he's not going to wash he's out. He's the key. Okay. Okay. Agreed. If he's you good. then have a minimum of two other first-round picks you're going to get. Okay. So that's four first-round picks, Tyler Hero, and then we're going to – is it Caleb Martin? Is it going to be uh, Duncan Robinson? If you take Duncan, do we got to take back Nurkic? So, but you, to answer your question, why hasn't it gotten done? So I think part of it is the media has made it to where Cronin feels like I'll look like a fool because everyone says I, this offer stinks. I agree with that. But here's the other part of it. The other part of it is the fault of – the Boston Celtics, the Philadelphia 76ers, and a handful of other teams for not wanting Damian Lillard. If if Boston wanted him and there was a Jalen Brown trade to be made, maybe A, they would make it, or B, they would have more leverage with Miami. If Philly thought Dame was a big enough upgrade over Maxi plus Tobias Harris, who you'd have to include in there, then maybe they'd have more leverage. But right now, Miami, it's not that the offer's amazing. It's that it's the only offer. No, but if I was Joe Cronin's boss, I would say, Joe, let me just have you be Joe Cronin. For, for Donovan Mitchell, mm-hmm. the Jazz got three unprotected firsts, Markkanen, who is awesome, okay. Sexton, and two pick swaps. Don't bring any offer that is less than that. <laughs> okay, but let's talk about what like, that well, offer I, is. I got, I got, hey, I got two picks, oh. and, and Pacquiao's smart to wait. Wait, wait a He's second. smart though. to wait. Hold on. Boston may be trying to put together – now, the reports are that they're not interested in Dame, but they may be trying to put together some type of offer where they can keep Jalen and Jason Tatum and get Dame. Sure, but but let's talk about that exact offer for a moment. Tyler Hero right now is a far better player in the eyes of the league, than Markkinen was when he was oh, traded. Was. Well, no. But the fact Mark- that had and you got Sexton. Lead. But Markkinen had shown potential in Chicago. Yes. No, he had shown. I'm not acting like he was nobody. But I'm saying when, when that trade happened, nobody was like, oh, my God. The Jazz got Laurie Markkinen. Sure. Now he ended up turning Sexton in. Was you know, he was, it, Sexton was considered probably a better right. player. Mm-hmm. You said three firsts. Mm-hmm. Miami, I believe, is offering two firsts. Would it feel better if the draft hadn't happened yet and they were offering the 18th pick? That's the third yeah. first. I, I would feel better if I'm a GM that I get to make the picks. Really? I'd yeah, like because the, the thing. But you're better at it than me. <laughs> you know what? I would. I might do the trade if I'm like you. Actually, also you have to make it. The thing us. is this though, because you know what the picks are. Because let's face it, picks are overrated. In that most lottery picks don't pan out. Mm-hmm. But what it does is it's trade capital. So that's why an 18 pick that's already been selected is not the trade capital that a draft pick that hasn't been sure, selected is. So course. that's why they're talking about that. All right. Uh, turning our attention to Zion. Zion played only 29 games this year, and he crashed Gilbert Arenas' podcast, was eventually given a seat, and had this to say. Take a listen. The diet piece, uh, I'm always able to come back each summer feeling good, looking good. But I would say it's more of uh, just locking in on, like, flexibility, band work, because I think it's those things that will be able to keep me on the court longer versus just losing a bunch of weight and then coming to play and not being able to maintain that. So just, I mean, uh, Bron got the blueprint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying my best No, 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 serious. So this was a good little 15-minute part of the podcast. Brew, is health the only thing holding Zion back? No, it's the main thing. And if he just gets healthy, 
he's going to be a big-time all-star and play well. Mm -hmm. All right, put up big numbers. But I also think he needs a little bit of an attitude adjustment. I'm not going to say a major one, but he needs to tweak to mature and change his attitude to some degree. And I'm not talking about the baby mama drama. I'm talking about basketball. There's the reports that he doesn't have much of a relationship with his teammates. We saw him before the play-in say, physically, I'm fine. I just, you know, I'm not going to go out there until I can be Zion. What? Get out there and play. And when you're that young, you should be dying to get on the court. The fact that at that age, what, 22, you have the mm-hmm. patience to be like, ah, I'm good, but I'm fine to play, but I can't be. No, you should be dying to get on the court. So I think those adjustments. And then this, he talked just on that podcast like he knew all the answers. Well, I'm sure he's been working with bands and things like that and stretching. What he hasn't tried is losing weight, and he's been getting hurt every year. So I think he just needs to have a little bit of an attitude adjustment along with staying healthy. So go ahead, Wiles. No, he sounded like a rookie. One of my takeaways was it sounded like he wasn't a guy who had been in the league for a few years. He sounded like, well, like, yeah. He knows it all, right. Yeah, it's like, no, but there was an element of – unknown to it to me like naivete a little bit that it was just on the heels of listening to I mean I listened to them all today too so they're fresh in my mind of listening to Wembenyama and listening to Zion and it just felt like Wembenyama's like whatever pop wants me to do I'm 100% committed to this team whatever sacrifice I need to make I'm willing to do it and Zion's like, yeah, you know, it's hard dieting sometimes and Gilbert Arenas <laughs> giving us some advice like you know maybe I'll try the it just feels all over the so place. I, the, yeah, the, my right. answer is yes, it is health is the only thing holding him back in this regard. I think that all of none of these other issues pop up if he had played 70 games each of these years. Because I think Zion Williamson is a lot like a lot of people we have all known where if they are one thing has defined them their entire life and being great at that has been who they are. And you haven't, maybe you've had insecurities about mm-hmm. how you look or your weight or, you know, if you have speech impediment or whatever, it doesn't matter. I am the best at this. And that being taken away from him or him not being able to do it is why he then said, I'm not going to go do it if I can't really do it. This is who I am. Mm-hmm. So I think if now why he hasn't stayed healthy is partially diet, all that agreed. But I do think that. If we get 70 games of Zion Williamson, great. he's going to be one of the 10 best players in the league. He's shown it to us. I, and the only reason we haven't is his lack of health. And yeah. so, or his lack of ability to stay healthy, I should also, say. Also, he should ask out of New Orleans. Sorry. Uh, really? Yes. Don't you just throw that, that in as we're going to the break? Well, I just thought of it. I <laughs> <laughs> need a fresh start. <laughs> Hey college football fans, Joel Klatt here, and I am so happy to announce my new interview series, The Joel Klatt Show Big Noon Conversations. Every Monday, we will bring you a candid conversation with the most influential voices in college football. From Colorado's Coach Prime to Coach Saban down in Tuscaloosa, we sit down and discuss all things college football. Download The Joel Klatt Show Big Noon Conversations wherever you get your podcasts, and subscribe to the new Joel Klatt Show YouTube channel. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. CP3 and Steph met up at Summer League, and while they were all smiles while sitting together, Chris doesn't sound too interested in sitting once the season starts. Take a listen. You've never come off the bench in your entire career. Is that something that you'd be willing to do? Um, like I said, it'll be a conversation for us when camp starts or whatnot, but me and Steve have talked or whatnot, but I... You know, that ain't something that you'd be like, what up, man? Where are you starting? You coming off the You know what I mean? So I think we'll figure all that stuff out in camp. Bro, these are your Warriors. You concerned, buddy? <laughs> I'm not concerned. No. Really? What's going to happen? I haven't picked them to win the West. No, but what's going to happen with the team? Well, he has to come off the bench. Okay. Now, they may do something differently. I don't know. What could but they start he has six? What the, the, the talk, you know what people are throwing out there. Draymond, Wiggins, Who's Clay, that out there, Steph, bro? and Chris Paul. Not, not basketball people, but this is what Fans. is flying around yeah. the Twitter sphere. Okay? How? That could be a closing lineup. It'll certainly be a lineup that plays during the game. But the only reason you would even think about starting that lineup is to appease Chris's ego. And if you got to appease Chris's ego, you got problems. Okay? Mm. You, you can't have that. Okay? So you can't start that lineup because, one, you got Draymond guarding a five and Wiggins guarding a four. Mm -hmm. Number one, it's be tough, tough for them to do. Draymond obviously could do it, but you don't want him doing it a lot. And 80 games of that? No. They will wear down. And here's the other thing. Chris Paul plays at a slow pace. We saw that with Phoenix, with campaign going in there playing faster. The Warriors had the second fastest pace in the league last year. Phoenix, with Chris Paul at point, had the 22nd fastest. So you can't be small and slow. So there's, he has to come off the bench. The only basketball reason I could figure for this trade was for him to strengthen that second unit yes. so they're not as bad when Steph is out. So he, he has here's, to. Here's Nick. Here's the st uh, second unit yeah. uh, numbers, which I think if you, could st if you could sell Chris Paul on this, like, hey, man, you're starting the second unit. <laughs> okay. Well, that's <laughs> when you buy that because we're really struggling trying to fool and we you. want you to – be the guy. Right. Theoretically, this is perfect. You get rid of Jordan Poole. You bring in a guy who the only thing he hasn't done is win. Uh, you know, win a title. Right. Actually, that mm -hmm. wasn't supposed to be disparaging. It mm -hmm. sounded mean, no, but it wasn't meant it. to be. We get it. He can run your second unit, which has struggled massively. His biggest issue has been overuse that which has led to soft tissue injuries. Yeah. Play 20 minutes a night, yeah. have, you know, a, one night a week off play 55 games, be healthy for the postseason. All of that sounds great. But then you add to the fact Chris Paul is one of the most headstrong people in the history of the league. The thing about guys six feet or under that make the NBA, yeah, great much less right. are awesome to make the NBA, they kind of had to be jerks to do it. I love the original Isaiah Thomas. He had a but jerk streak to him. He's a tough guy. Chris Paul's got tough. the same thing. To then be like, hey, you're coming off the bench, and the guy you're backing up, you had a rivalry with, and he won it resoundingly. <laughs> Hope you enjoy it. I think it's going to be hard. And so I, I think theoretically it could work great. I also think theoretically Chris Paul could be an expiring contract. Oh, don't say that. Don't say no, that. The, the, the chances of him being traded are great, right? Yes. Don't you think? They have to be. 
Yeah. And he knows it, too. That's why he's just. That's why, because it's weird for him. Here's my yeah. jersey. Why did we, did we not have time for their big off-season acquisition, though? Oh, yeah. They got Sarge, Brew. They got he's Sarge. He's a warm body. body. <laughs> he's a warm body that's Sarge. close to seven feet tall. All right? I'll take it. Greetings, soccer fans. Are you ready for the 2023 FIFA Women's World Cup? Because we are. That's right. Australia New Zealand, look out. State of the Union is coming. Off the post and in! And we'll be going above and beyond down under. We'll have new podcast episodes every single match day. So follow Alexi Lawless's State of the Union on the Fox app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer. With over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros, Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back. And their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Rob Palinka at Summer League talking about the health of LeBron and AD. We feel good about the offseason and the treatment that AD and LeBron are getting. All the reports have been good around both of these injuries in terms of the guys being able to move past them. And just for some evidence, we recently saw AD take to the boxing ring. Like that. Where he beat up on somebody. Yeah. AD is so confident. Did he land anything? Yeah, the other guy is he's shifty. Yeah. <laughs> I know. No, also, I'm he's not, in full boxing gear. I don't know that he's beating him up. <laughs> AD doesn't. I'm impressed, though, with yeah. AD. Pretty I good. thought so. All right, so what's the Lakers ceiling with a healthy LeBron and a uh, pugilistic Anthony Davis? The ceiling with LeBron and AD healthy? Okay, here we go. We're going to have some bit now. There's no bit. Once, once you get, once you repeat He didn't know that was the question. He wasn't in the morning meeting. We determined this here would be the go. question. It would All go straight right. to you. I was reiterating the question because I was worried maybe the audience was, you know, it's enamored the by the video. Okay. The number one seed in the title. See, here we go. That's obviously. Number one seed. Well, their first year together, they were the one seed. How long ago the was title. that? Their second year together, they were the two seed, pardon me. Uh, the Jazz, that was the Jazz amazing regular season when we were all scolded for not believing in Rudy Gobert. He's the greatest defensive player of all time. Oh, you don't understand basketball. Um, and then LeBron got hurt. And last year, post-trade deadline, they had the best record in the West. True. And so... they. Bro, I don't think you disagree with me. They're ceiling with LeBron and AD healthy. I'll save my answer for my okay, turn. Okay, the one seed <laughs> and the title. That's the ceiling. This is not a prediction. 
We know. Yes, it's the July. ceiling is right. The ceiling is the, the highest it could go. Yeah. Championship. Yes. I'm not throwing in the one seed. I don't think the Lakers could care less okay. about the You're one seed. You're still saying championship. Yeah, but yeah. That, that's what raised my eyebrows when Nick said the one seed. Mm-hmm. And you think LeBron and AD care about the one seed? No. Championship, though, they, they are a legitimate contender, Wiles. Okay. Now, here's the thing. They're going to get hurt. Yeah. They just can't get hurt at the right wrong time. Correct. LeBron, I believe, he'll he's been hurt every time he's every year he's been with the Lakers, but he will be ready for the playoffs. Well, he won't I believe. Hurt the championship year. The, well, that was the sure, yeah, yeah the lock the, long the break. yeah long break four month hiatus. AD has been hurt, missed average of thirty four games the yeah. last few years. So he's he he's the key, and he's got to be healthy for the playoffs. I th- I'm sure, fairly sure, LeBron will be. AD's got to be healthy for the playoffs. Okay. And they can What's win wrong, it. Wilds? I'm well, not picking them, just, but they can't. What do you know? They can't win it? No, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. Like, what do you think my ceiling is for the Tour de France if I pedaled my fastest no. the entire time? You would die I could win it. it. No, you I could do you it. Die if I pedaled my fastest. You would die during yeah, it. No, I no. would be there able to. There is no way, Wilds. Yes, Take exactly. That back. No. Exactly, because really? I have no track record of doing it. And LeBron James and AD They played together in 188 of a possible 352 games. 53% of their games. It's been a long time. They just need to be healthy at the right time. They missed 40. Nobody. And they, they go they, play at four games? years, they wild. played half the hold games on, together. But that's, but that's, hold on a second. Wait till you see me in the Pyrenees. W- wild. Oh, you're such <laughs> an idiot. What was that look you gave the camera? What that's what I did. Bike riding. Right, there's two things here. One is the Lakers now, because they have a real roster, yeah. and they, they can sustain an injury to either one of these guys in the first four months of the season. They can't be the one seed and have it happen. Do you think it's impossible that they're both healthy come the playoffs? Last year didn't right, happen. That's Neither. the key. That's the key. I don't, AD, I I don't think you question. even think they're going to be no. 80 games. No, but, I, season, but I will say this. I will make this prediction. I think LeBron James is going to play 65 games next year. I think he'll oh, find like a that. way. I think LeBron. That's he, fair. I think the, but that be his most. What did he play? 67 one year the, with the Lakers. I think that's his most. Yeah, well, it was weird because the bubble year and the next year, the 72-game season. Yes. So I'm the, But I think LeBron wants to be eligible for All-NBA. It would be his 20th. He's not going to win league MVP again. No, but he, he just wants to be eligible NBA. for that stuff. So I think he's going to do his damnedest to play 65. You, have to, you just have to appear, right? No, well, you have to. Well, you have to appear and over. You have to average at least games. 20 minutes per game. But he'll do that obviously. But he could just like come out. Do like Giannis well, no, in the All-Star that, game? You can't do that either. Giannis in the All-Star no, game. No, you can't do that either because he also has the 10-point streak. Oh, jeez. That is still rolling. Something's got to give. Okay. Buckle up, everybody. Wow, is that Walter Cronkite or Nick Wright? Because we've got some intrepid journalism coming wow. your way. LeBron, who, remember, Brew, is considering retirement oh. after being swept by Mike Malone's Denver Nuggets squad, may have dropped an Easter egg that he's coming back. <laughs> In response to Cuffs the Legend. Friend Cuffs, of the show. Cuffs I've been the on Legend, podcast. you see. Oh, you have? Yeah. Cuffs a oh, good he's guy. legend. Yeah. Uh, Cuffs says, I want to do a cross-country summer road trip and eat at random local foodie spots. And you're not going to believe it. LeBron's like, me too. I had this idea for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Probably save it for post-career, but definitely. So, Nick, what do you make from this exchange? I feel like LeBron just announced he's coming back. He figures that out. What, bro? Why like are you it. rolling? You don't think he's announced? You don't think he's coming back? Here's why I roll you my think eyes. Why? Because there is not a person on the planet 
Uh-huh. There is not a living being, an organism on the planet uh-huh. that thinks LeBron's not playing next year. Well, Michael well, Malone seemed to be bothered yeah, by he, the suggestion. We of it. just talked I'm, about him I'm going so to saying and the door was open to it. He seems to be really enjoying coaching his kids. Maybe he wants to go into that. Mm-hmm. But with this tweet to cuffs the legend, the fact that he said post career as a future tense type of thing makes me think. You know, fingers playing. crossed. He nailed it. But I think he's coming back. No, you're just mad I'm because not I figured he's it out. the journalist. The old I'm not New York Times journalist. Who figured it out. Yeah. yeah. New York Times. You're the hot take artist. No, sad. Yeah, that, exactly. Sad. New York Times. Great. Oh, you oh sorry. Oh, I, I, I made this. No, no sports I section. I know. Sorry about that. I know what you're doing. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Turning our attention to football, Joe Burrow sat down with Complex and was asked about the recent chirping between Jamar Chase and Travis Kelsey. And this post from Patrick Mahomes, where he responded, that's who I've got two rings. (laughs) Well, Joe Burrow responded with this innocuous quote. The best thing about that is it's all settled on the field. So we'll see them in December. Chiefs host the Bengals on December 31st. That should not be on the board. That was a way to avoid the question. I don't even think we should be doing this. What's up? Is Joe Burrow's quote... On the board. Is it bulletin board material for the Kansas City Chiefs? repeating everything. I just want to make sure I understand (laughs) the question. Because for it to be on the board, we would need a picture of Joe and we would need the quote. That's Joe. See See them in December. Hold on. Hold on. Dusty? So we'll see Can you bring us the board? If people are new to the show. Here's Dusty's On the board already. There's Dusty. Former Chief Orlando Brown saying Patrick Mahomes doesn't know how to drop back in the pocket. Jamar Chase saying Pat who? Uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson saying the D-line smashed the offensive line in the Super Bowl. And Brandon Graham saying the Chiefs offensive line got blessed. Joe Burrow. Not on the board. Wow. Joe Burrow. Too smart for the board. Joe Burrow. Understands the power of the board. Joe Burrow never said Burrowhead. Joe Burrow never said any of that nonsense. Joe Burrow appropriately, respectfully, and intelligently understands that his best chance at ever getting to another Super Bowl is don't anger Patrick Mahomes. Don't insult the Kansas City Chiefs. Lay flowers and compliments to them. When Joe Burrow was asked who's the best quarterback in football, what was his answer? Patrick. Well, uh, he was honest. It's Pat. It's Pat. And so, Joe, nothing but respect for you, my friend. You're not on the board. There is room on the board. Yeah. We have, we, and we got a new bigger board and a mobile board. He is not, Brew, on the board. He said the right things. You're correct. Just what I suspect. What does that mean? For all your bluster, for all your histrionics, uh-huh. you fear what? putting Joe Burrow no. on the board. Because no, Joe Burrow's got a board. And he, on his board would be that he's on your board. What? I'm saying, I get it. I get why you're fearing because he's beaten the Chiefs three out of the last four times he's played them. 
But I, I noticed, and Wiles tried to help you out with that little milk toast reading of the, of the quote. I will see you in December. You settle it on the field. Yeah. That's not how. Look, I get it that well, it was it was, print print, was in print, right? It is in print. I agree. It was in print. Uh-huh. So I'm not a hundred percent certain of how much base he said that with. I guarantee okay. it was more than you said it with. <laughs> but does this look like a guy that speaks with trouble in his voice? Oh. Look at Joe Burrow. You don't think he said that we'll see them in December with his chest? Look at this guy. Everything he does How do you is think loud. He said it? Yeah. I think he said it with his chest. I think he said it like the good thing about this is you finish it on the football field. We'll see him in December. That's how – look at that dude. That's how he said it. That's how you dress when you speak with bass in your voice. Okay. Well, I, so he should be on your board, Nick. And the no, fact that you're not putting him on the board makes me wonder no, about your resolve. out of respect. No. I'm not going to just you're, willy-nilly you're. throw things on here. You're scared. I'm <laughs> That makes no sense. I, is, you guys you are agree like, with me? Yeah, yeah. You, you guys trying to do like a comedy Thank show? Or are we giving well, No, he agrees. I convinced him. He convinced me. That's the, the point of the show. It would have been ridiculous to put that on the board. Had I done it, you guys would have said the board has now no meaning. Now that I didn't do it, you guys are saying it's because of some weird fear. Yeah, I don't know if scary. you guys know. I don't play for the Chiefs. I'm an impartial observer. You asked really for impartial? A, a Super Bowl ring. You, we, we're going to do a bit where you asked for a that Super Bowl didn't ring. didn't make the air. Oh, it didn't? The, I, didn't I thought we did it. Didn't it make the air? No, we never but you, did you it. Still I, you're still last. You're still I thought we did it between Orlando several a Daniel Lillard segments. How you He's a former chief. Now he he's a bangle. He didn't mean right, it in Dusty, a disrespectful, we can remove the board. negative. All right, it's board's off. Material. Go ahead. Staying with the Chiefs. Yeah. Kansas City optimistic that a Chris Jones extension is about to be finished. Uh-oh. Now, there's speculation this move would free up cap space to sign future Patriot DeAndre Hopkins. I guess there's something in the new CBA. You can play for two teams? Okay. (laughs) Nick, I just wrote, come on. That's the question. I don't think it would be. Come on. This is one of those things. It'd be good for the Chiefs. They don't have to have him, but it'd be a nice added bonus. It'd be good for this show for a day to see Wilds in – Total shambles. It would just be horrible. But I actually, <laughs> I I don't know that we long term recover our show, our this great chemistry and camaraderie that we've stumbled upon, if the Kansas City Chiefs get DeAndre Hopkins. I don't think Wilds be able to deal with it. I think you're going to be able to deal with it if he picks Mike Vrabel. Yeah, you sure. won't be happy Wait, if you're like what? that former Patriot. If he goes really? to the Titans, it, sure. And I think if he goes to the go Bills. To why is the Titans if, better than going to the Chiefs? The, he, just too much, man. If See, he's with the Titans, he's going to be like. Yeah, but at least he'll have a better quarterback than Mac. Uh, and what? the and maybe a better coach at this point, Vrabel, the Belichick. I don't uh, know. Coach I mean, they played each other in the. Not the coaching the tree. He never coached for it. Uh, he's got you a have uniform. to stop Even better. That. Um, and if he goes to the Bills, I, even though they're a divisional rival, I think you'll understand it. No, like, uh, Bills would hurt, too. Be, I would think Bills so. would hurt, too, to play I, him twice. Bills should hurt you more. Here's the question I have for you, Kevin Wilds. Yeah. At what point will you stomach the courage to say, you know what, DeAndre? 
You don't want us, we don't want you. No. At what point are you going to be left on red by DeAndre Hopkins to where you're not going to have enough pride to stop, you know, putting the little question mark emoji next to it? Like, did you see this? Just following up. (laughs) You know what I mean? Maybe, you know, my phone's been acting funny. My texts aren't going through. Just want to send another. You know what bothered me the most about the Ravens lateral game besides Mac Jones being face planted by Chandler Jones? It the re- Raiders game. Yeah, the Raiders yeah, game. Okay, yeah. It reeked of desperation. We're not handling ourselves like that. He had a nice visit. We would like you to come play. And that's it. It's been radio silence. And it seems like the Patriots are the favorite. We're not going over the top. Oh, here's another highlight real video. Granted, sometimes on my Instagram stories, I will do a machine gun, 12 photoshops of DeAndre Hopkins <laughs> yeah, and Patriots. That, that's not jerseys. desperate, though. But right? I'm not, you know, Robert Kraft. Part of the organization. Yes. I mean, some uh, kind of. Yeah, but, sure. But well, not officially. What didn't you understand about my prom illustration. Okay, don't oh, do no. it I don't have to don't go there again. again. No. But I'm, he clearly doesn't want to play for you. And now the team that he wants no. to play for, the, the person he wants to go to the prom with, is wooing him. He doesn't want to go to the prom. He doesn't want to go to the prom. He wants to play for the Chiefs or no. a better quarterback than Tannehill or Mac Jones. You know, go back to your prom analogy. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. You want to hear it? No. No, no, ahead. no, because it was a lot. It was kind of <laughs> odd. But go ahead. But Kansas City, they've been to the prom several times. They're so beautiful. You yeah. just, he, do your own thing. Oh, oh go, the, go and the, the pages haven't been with to the no prom? level of success in their right. history. No, like the resurrect the dynasty. You don't want, oh, I, hey, DeAndre, you had three catches for 12 yards. Travis Kelsey had That would not be the case in, in Kansas City. Oh, Canary's would be Tony. awesome. The, okay. I I just thought I think at some point you know what what put it on the board put what on the board what put it on the board put what on the board <laughs> you don't even know what it means I don't know. okay all right that's I'm a, sorry that's Miles. the segment it is, it is what it is man put it on the board Dustin put it on the board you, DeAndre Hopkins not signing against him doesn't believe you guys oh if, oh you now if to they Chiefs, offer him and he says no that would go on the board oh yeah, I agree with that. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF. You know, James Harden opted in. 
Excuse me. I got upset about James Harden leaving Philadelphia. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Almost as upset as uh, Joel Embiid and Patrick Beverly are. Take a listen. Why is Patrick Beverly? We're going to be boys forever. Uh, want him to come back, obviously, uh, so we can go out and accomplish what we want, uh, which is to win a championship. So hopefully that, you know, his, mind, his mindset can be changed. I love him. James, I love you, bro. Stay. <laughs> Two 76ers leaders there. Well, Patrick Beverly officially has now done more for the Sixers than he did for the Lakers, so that is nice because I do think that's actually a little useful, but go ahead, sorry. Cobra, do you like the Sixers campaigning for Harden to stay? I do, and I think he should stay. It's getting more and more obvious that where are you going? The Clippers, you guys know, make sense to me on paper. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think they'd be a great big three with Paul George and Kawhi, and that's not even to mention Westbrook off the bench, I assume. But they're not going to be healthy. They, they're even their biggest health concern in the league, by even far. by far, right, over Phoenix yeah. and the Lakers. So why are you going – like, this is the place for you. And Patrick Beverly, there was, he's talked a lot over the weekend, no surprise, yeah. right? And he just lauded their roster. And I'm going to say this, Nick, because this was your pick. I'm not even trying to be funny. This was your pick to win it last year. They, they're on paper, they look great. And to me, what they are, and this whole James Harden even – considering leaving or wanting to leave. This is an example. They are the greatest example of how mentally tough you have got to be to win an NBA championship because they aren't mentally tough. They are great on paper. Physically, they've got it all. They've got size. They've got a great big man. They've got a great point guard. They've got a great budding star who gives you 20 points a game in Tyrese Maxey. They got one of the best fourth options you could want. Mm-hmm. In Tobias Harris, they've got depth. They've got a PJ Tucker, who's a veteran you always like to have. They got a championship coach. They had one in Doc Rivers, Pat and Evans. they still can't get past the second round. And if James Harden stays, guess what? They're going out in the second round again oh. because well, they what, lack what the, the mental toughness. Well, then why so you do you think they should back. keep him? Because it's their best shot. If they could somehow, <laughs> no, we'll talk. If they could somehow find a way. To get mentally tough. Or, and maybe a Beverly and a PJ can I give a could do it. But that. that's their problem. Yeah, t- the, the, you don't think that's accurate? I, I don't know that it's accurate for Embiid. I think he had, he's not as bad as Harden, but, but he, he hasn't also, been great in the has gotten, playoffs. In, yes, but when's the last time the guy didn't get hurt during the playoffs? Well, he's no, always hurt. I, I understand that, but that here's the thing. He hasn't been injury prone since those first three years of his career, he has been a healthy regular season player. Mm-hmm. And then he has had, we just have to admit, some terrible luck when it comes to the postseason injuries. Hold on, Brew. He, he got his face broken the season before this one in a blowout. Remember that? Yep. This year, it, seem, it, was, it seemed out of nowhere. He finishes the game, and then he was clearly, I mean, he missed the first two games of round two, and was clearly somewhat compromised. I'm not saying you can definitively say that's why he hasn't been the same player in the postseason as the regular season. What I am saying is it would be nice if during this midst of his MVP caliber seasons, he also had a healthy playoff run. He has not, and that is unfortunate. And so I, to answer the question here, I like them campaigning for him to stay. 
And I think he's going to stay. I, I don't know if he's going to stay for the entirety of the season, but I think game one he's going to be on the Sixers mm. because I don't see the trade. I don't think they are going to make the trade with the Clippers. And, Brew, you've talked about Powell and Mann being in that trade. I don't know if the Clippers want to do that necessarily when they already have, if they're like, well, you got if Westbrook. we have Westbrook, are we going to be getting a lesser version of Russ if we then ask him? We already asked him take the minimum. He said yes. Yep. Now we're like, hey, remember how much you like right. coming off the bench for the other team in L.A.? You can yep. do it for us. So I don't know that that offer's there. So what other offer is there? And what I think, maybe I'm wrong, what I think the Sixers can try to sell James on is that, yeah, we brought in Patrick Beverly, someone you've played with. Joel is publicly supporting you as much as possible. And we just got a championship head coach in Nick Nurse. Well, they, the, of course, had one. I understand that, <laughs> but, they, but clearly Doc and Harden didn't mesh fully I think especially when you see some of Doc's comments right. from since he's left like that it, it's not like they are sell- let me put it like this they're not selling him on we're running it all back the exact same they made a significant change at the head coaching position and got what I think most people thought of as the top head coaching candidate to come there so did do you think Harden is 100% out on Philly? Because I don't. No, I think he's no, pissed. I, don't. I think he's angry that he gave, didn't pick up the $47 million option, did the 34, thought he was going to get a long-term deal, didn't get the long-term deal, and angry, I don't want to say impulsively, but out of anger, was like, you know what, fine, it, I'm opt in, trade right. me. But it's $13 million. I, I would be pretty upset No, I get that. I, yeah, no, but, but even if he's upset, he needs to realize the best play is for me to stay in Philly and look, one of the reasons they can't get far, I think Embiid is a big part of it, but Harden. If Harden can somehow find a way to be regular season James Harden in the big playoff games, mm-hmm. they could get past the second round. And I, and by the way, I'm not saying Embiid, Embiid was the league MVP this year and he didn't show up. Or I shouldn't say he didn't show up, game but seven. he was – and he was, was five for not, 17 or something? He was not good in their biggest spots. He has to own that and wear that. I am simply saying there are no qualifiers necessary on Harden's playoff record. It is what it is. It has been long enough under different circumstances with different teams to know this is a problem for him. Embiid, I, I think, and maybe you are as well, I am still holding out hope that he yes. does have a monster postseason run in him. And the fact that so. he has had these with the, with the I don't want to say excuses, but at least the explanations of he got dinged during the postseason at least gives me more hope than if he had been fully healthy all these playoffs and seen his numbers. Let me put, you, put your GM. Do you have your GM hat? Uh, I, don't have, yeah, I don't have it, but I can pretend. Okay. Yeah. Suppose James Harden is watching the show. He says, you know what? Broussard makes a good point, and I liked what Embiid said, and I like what Patrick Beverly said. I want to come back to the Sixers, mm-hmm. but I don't love the, what I just opted into. Can you do anything for me? No, they're not allowed to. Well, no one's not allowed interested, to. Ben. No, but the thing is, no team is. Right. No team is allowed to. So I've got to play on this one-year yes. deal, no matter, roll the dice. Million, if I get hurt, knock on wood, that but doesn't that's the happen. Thing is, even, I'm screwed for the Even if he's traded. A team that trades for him can't do it. That's why it was such an odd thing. 
Well, but, no, but was, he didn't know. He, he didn't think there was a market. Really he didn't. The, he could have been. He could have zero dollars guaranteed. Because what what team that had cap space was going to offer him more than thirty five million dollars for a season? The answer would appear he thought was Houston. The Rockets. Houston then said no, we're not offer. doing it, and so he was kind of a man without a country. And so that it oddly, I think, works in Philly's favor that the CBA prevents them from being able to give Harden a new deal once he opts in because it's not like, oh, we'd love to. Or they, they, it is like they can be like, we'd love to, man. Literally not allowed to. And that's the, also the case for anywhere he's traded for. That's why I think he wanted the Clippers. Yes, it's home. Yes, maybe they can compete. But also they have the richest owner in the entire league and they're opening a new stadium. And he thought, if I go there, that's where I'll get the extension next summer. And you know what else? What? They got two stars. So they, if theoretically he could play badly in a big playoff spot and they still could win. Sure. If Kawhi and Paul George did it, he'd be the third guy. Coming up next, Dylan Brooks. Gosh. He got plenty of money. Can this be the last we talk of him? Yes. Okay. This will be the last one. Didn't you put this in the show? No, (laughs) I did not. Wild. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, if you missed any of today's show or want to take it on the go, be sure to subscribe to the First Things First podcast. You can get it on Apple's podcast. Podcast is Apple's podcasts? Yes. Okay. Apple's podcast. Yeah, they merged with Spotify. Yeah. Oh, I was it's trying podcast. to save you there. Okay. <laughs> but wherever you get your podcasts, really stick with those big three. Otherwise, you get mouth. What's the third? Spot, spot, <laughs> spodcast. Uh, no medals today, so we're going to go right to Dylan Brooks. He didn't mind missing first team all defense. He ended up on second team and told The Athletic, it doesn't matter to me. I know every single night guys are thinking about me. It's in their mind before the game even starts, so I'm not worried about that. Okay. Bro? What? (laughs) Guys are thinking about him, bro. He's in their mind. They go to bed nervous. I got Dylan Brooks tomorrow. Yeah, right. That quote was a lot better. Before LeBron destroyed him. And I get it. It's LeBron. Every player is not going to be able to do what LeBron did. Yeah, he poked the wrong bear. And now all this stuff sounds like hot air. All right? That's all it is. And, look, I like Dylan Brooks for Houston. I think he's a good veteran. I think Emi Udoka will like him. Mm -hmm. But I like him a lot better at about 12 to $15 million a year, then 21-plus. Well, yeah, I mean, he got a raise over the weekend. It's not four years for 80. It's four years for 86. Fully guaranteed. Just some context there. Fred Van Bleet's three for 129 is only guaranteed for the first two years. So he got as much guaranteed money as Fred Van Bleet. Bruce guy Jock Landale, his got a four-year for 32. Only the first year is guaranteed on that. Well, he and is so, better than Jock Landell. Well, maybe. I mean, we'll see next year. Uh, he's more established, certainly. Uh, but listen, he, people are – Dylan Brooks last year was second-team all-defense. A little context there. He, so was Derek White. First-team all-defense was Alex Caruso. The year, previous two years, Matisse Tybel, second-team all-defense both mm-hmm. years. All good defensive players. Yeah. 
none of whom are guys that the night before someone's playing them, they're going to bed, they're like, oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, no. Like, I got Caruso's coming to town. I, now, again, and I like Caruso. Caruso I, think he's a really, I think he's a really good player. I think he's a useful player. I think it's a shame the Lakers let him go. But it's just, it just delusional. But I don't even mind the delusional part. I Dylan Brooks should have had the self-awareness that, you know what, I'm not talking to the media again until I play another game. You blamed him for not talking to the media. Correct. I blamed him for not talking to the media after games when he had an obligation to, when he did all the talking, and then they lost. I think it is uncouth to then start chirping again once th- things have turned the other direction before you've played again. That's all. And he got his money. Yeah, Rockets, got it. Lakers. Wait till he locks up LeBron again. Ooh, again? Yeah. When 30, was the first time? I don't remember. 40. Speak is up next. We'll be back.